You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network. Podcasts by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans. We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, Kyle Loomis, to discuss the meet results from February 12th and 13th. So welcome, Kyle. I promise I will not sing Sweet Caroline this week. Well, that's good because we're in Carolina and Tennessee. I mean, it, would, it would be appropriate, though, so it wouldn't be the worst thing that I could do. Well, does that mean you're going to sing Rocky Top, too? No, exactly. I, I refuse to sing I didn't Rocky think Top. So. Even though they weren't, I mean, they weren't actually at the University of Tennessee, but... I was going to say, they're like in Nashville a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the Music so, City. So what, what else would you sing for Nashville? Something like vape? I don't know, something country like, music something something? So, country music something something, wow. That's, yeah. that's so, like... I feel like there would be banjos. Banjos playing banjos i feel like that would be west virginia personally okay well then maybe like i don't know an acoustic guitar we could be no more stereotypical of regions right now <laughs> well people say that other people in alabama marry their cousins so well that's true so stereotypes, stereotypes. all around for everybody yeah anyway here we are it's been another week another track event meet Two of them, to be Invitational. Exact. Two of them, to be exact. So, yes, it was a little confusing. So, three of our distance runners, Joyce Camelli, Abby Zane, and Presley Weems, went to the Music City Challenge in Nashville on Saturday, February 13th, and everybody else went to the USC Invitational in Columbia, South Carolina. So, let's stop right here for a second and help us understand the non-track and field person, just in what your thoughts would be why you might split the team up. I'm thinking competition. Okay. So when I looked, you'll see we had some athletes. So where we had athletes compete in the women's 800 meters Mm -hmm. at both races. However, the two that competed in Music City Challenge placed a little higher and had faster times than those who ran it at the USC invite. And see, this is why I asked that question, because this now makes me think some of the thoughts I'm having about the USC Open. Correct. At least at least from what you're saying right now, because my feelings on the USC Open is the competition level probably wasn't as strong as last week at the USC Correct. Invite. So I'm hence, not... hence the term open. So You don't have to be invited to go. Um, they Even on Friday, I believe they had a high school mm-hmm. um, compete. It's literally just an open invitation. Hey, we're having an event. So Come I could walk down. up there. No, no, no. You have to be part of a team. I'm, I'm part of Team Loomis. No. You have to... No. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's talk about highlights. We got a lot of things to talk about. But as long as I just wanted to clear that up, that it was the competition is probably a little bit less. Doesn't mean that these athletes aren't great. But when we compare it as opposed to last week, this week, that could explain some of the great success we're having. Well, except that a lot of the success that we had were PRs. That's true. And so that's on your own. So that speaks for itself, right? So that just because you beat out the rest of the competition, the fact that you still beat your best time shows that you're still improving. Exactly. So, but I think you're going to be pretty impressed with the highlights. We have a lot of Oh, trust me. I've already seen the golds, the silvers, and the bronzes, (laughs) and I'm very happy. Well, 
at the Music City Challenge. Joyce Camelli won the 5,000 meter and, on top of that, posted the second fastest time in school history with a time of 16 minutes, 4.35 seconds. And just as a reminder for those of you out there, she also holds the fastest time for Auburn. So now she holds the top two spots for fastest times in the indoor 5,000 meter. I mean, no offense to the rest of the ladies that run these distance races, but we did send the best ones there in terms of ones that are part of the cross-country team. Joyce, Abby, and Presley are mainstays on cross-country season when we are talking about that. But, you know, I would agree that you probably do want to send them to continue to elevate their competition so that they are even more ready for what's coming up next. Absolutely. Absolutely. So moving on, we had Maddie Malone break her own school record in the weight throw. So another one breaking the school record, and she got the gold medal. Um, Her throw of 22.56 meters is also the number two mark in the country. Mm. And so that makes you wonder how good number one is if she's already doing it. She's been great all season so far. And if she's number two, who's number one? And I I don't want to meet them in a a dark alley. Amen. (laughs) Could you imagine? Just throw something at my head. (laughs) Just squash it into pieces. Uh, We also had Mara Hualt, who won the women's shot put. So another throwing event with the win there. Dontavious Hill got a PR and won the men's high jump, which moved him to number eight in the nation. I'm so proud of Dontavious. Yeah, we talked about him a lot. And he, we've talked about him a lot coming in second in the past couple of years or third place. He was always just on outside, and we're seeing him finally reach his full potential this season. Definitely. Then we had Dante Brown. He won the 60 meter with a PR of 6.66 seconds. Don't like that number, <laughs> but I like that result. Though. I like the result. Um, also Christopher Grant placed second and Jason Reese placed third. So we got a one, two, three. I, I love sweeps I and everything because my basketball team couldn't sweep Kentucky. Hey. I'm sorry. I know that this wasn't, you know, a basketball show, but well, I'm just bitter about it. Okay. So I'm happy someone could sweep somebody. Well, all right. Um, moving on to the final highlights. We had Jack Rogers win the mile for the men and got a new PR. Faith Bett also won the women's mile and got a new PR. So if these are the highlights, I'm ready to talk about the rest of the results from this entire both I of these mean, meets because this was a great week for Auburn track and this field. This was a fantastic and week. And this is just indoor, folks. We're not even to outdoor yet. Let's pray that we have an outdoor this year after last year's debacle. Surely, you know? if we can have a full indoor season, I agree. we can have a full outdoor season. I, I really The common really sense so. approach there for a pandemic situation just absolutely cannot be... I'm just not taking with. any chances. Just I'm still distraught that we missed outdoor 2020. You really were upset with that last year. That just 2020 was such a hard year for everybody. And I think it was the right decision. Don't get me wrong. Right, it was. It just was so heartbreaking that literally the Olympics were gone. You know, I forgot about that. Everything was taken from us. All of the things. And so, you know, here it was springtime. It was a hard time for all of us. And we didn't even have track and field. It was the, I was going to say it was the best of times. It wasn't. It, it was, was the worst of times. And it the was worst, the worst of and times. And the more worst of times in all of this. So why don't you start us off with some of these results? All right. So these are all the results. We'll go back over a few of the ones we've already discussed in the highlights. But we just want to run through everything so you have a good perspective of how each of our men and women performed. Let's start off with the men's 60 meter dash, the one we've already referred to as a sweep. Dante Brown got a first place finish out of eight competitors with a 6.66. And let's just remember, this is the finals. This is the finals too, yes. So So that's why there were only eight competitors. There were, I believe, 30-something At the start of this, just, just to qualify for the finals. So Dante with first with that great time, not the great number, but great time. Uh, Christopher Grant, second place overall, 6.72 seconds. And then Jason Reese, third, 
uh, 6.79 seconds. All three competitors improved their time. Yeah. And not only did that, but swept the entire field. So. And I'd say Jason Reese looks like he's improved the most. Oh, yeah, definitely. So really proud of those guys. He knocked off almost 0. 0.20 seconds yeah, off of his. that's incredible. That's a great uh, in- improvement, especially at this time of year. Uh, men's 200-meter dash. we got two competitors. Brandon Smiley, second place overall. Silver for him. With Out of 34, 34 competitors. 21.28 seconds. That's a huge improvement for him yep. as well. Jason Reese, fifth out of 34. 21.68 seconds. Also a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. Two people in the top five. That's awesome. I agree. Moving on to the men's half mile, the 800 meter. We had Silas Kipnatik with an eighth place finish. 22 competitors. He had a time of 1 minute 55.7 seconds. And then literally two seconds right behind him was Tommy McDonough finishing 10th with a time of 1 minute 57.7 seconds. I thought Tommy had already ro- uh, raced this once before. He's, he's no. been in another event, I believe. Yes, yeah. down there below. But or, We've seen him at some points in some other events. But So I guess this is the time of year we want to give everybody opportunities in whatever events you I can agree. to see who can And now what. he may have. So as I as my disclaimer, I always say I only talk about the top three That's true. finishers from every race. Now, you know, we could have had more Auburn competitors, but in, you know, in There's times keeping like in, things concise. In times like in the dash, for for instance. Oh, gosh. Uh, you'd, you'd be talking you'd, about a lot. We'd be here 20 years. <laughs> Y'all would be so sick of us. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the men's one mile, we had Jack Rogers that we talked about getting first with a time of four minutes, 11.3 seconds. Second place, literally right behind him, was Ryan Kinane with a time of four minutes, 11.7 seconds. And then Tommy McDonough finishing fifth in four minutes, 14.7 seconds. Jack and Tommy, this is their first time running this in indoor season. And then the uh, second time for Ryan Kinane, who improved his mark by almost a full point one second. Um, no, there. you mean almost a full second. Full second, excuse me. You know the math in me. Look, it's, Bless your heart. Here's what you know about me on this show. Todd's I'm, not good at math. I'm, I'm terrible at math, and I'm just here for witty banter. You do that very well. Now, I want you to move on to the hurdles, because I want to hear how you pronounce this name. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. It is no, your no, turn, though. No, no, it is my turn. We're going to go back up to here where I'm supposed to be because you tried to skip. No, that's where we are. Oh, okay, fine. That's really where we are. I thought she was trying to trick me. All right, here we go. So, new competitor, obviously, in the men's 60-meter hurdles. Whoo! Oquindo Bernard, fifth out of eight competitors, 8.33 in this 60-meter hurdles. Then Alex Spiridonidis, you gave me all the hard ones. I sure did. Seventh out of eight with a time of 8.47 seconds. So he improved a, a large amount in this meter run. Alex did. But uh, it's the first time that we're seeing Oquindo. I'm, I'm not sure how to say it. Oquindo. I think that's Ah, uh, that's probably Aquindo. good. Kind of, you know, I don't know. He's probably like listening to us right now. Or his friends or family are like, no, you're not. Just stop right, saying you're it. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's probably what people think every episode of this. You're an idiot. That's eh, fair point. It's fair point. All right. Anyway, what is not an idiot <laughs> is this great performance in men's high jump. Yes. Uh, Don Tavisil, as we've already talked about, won the gold first out of seven competitors with a jump of 2.18 meters. Right behind him, T.J. Funches in third with a jump of 2.05 meters. Also 2.05 meters was David Edmondson in his first competition Mm -hmm. this year in this event with a placement of four out of seven. So moving on to men's pole vault, we had James Corson, no shock here, placing first out of 15 competitors with a vault of 5.01 meters, which is pretty consistent for him the last Mm -hmm. couple meets. 
Um, and then we had Alex Spiridonidis placing third with the same vault. But if you remember from last week, we kind of talked about this. Basically, James uh, cleared that height more times than Alex right. did, which right. is why he got first instead of third. Um, for the men's shot put, we had Adam Strauff place second out of 10 athletes with a shot throw. 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 <laughs> the throwing events. Of 16.76 meters, a significant improvement for him. Mm-hmm. And then we had Kyle Moisen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. placing fifth with a throw of 14.48 meters. I want to jump back up to James Corson because yeah. I do like that you pointed out that he is consistent in the last three meets, counting this one. You know, a little bit of improvement in the last, or in the, in the three meets ago. But the the very first meet of the season, he had a jump of 5.26 meters. Yeah, he killed it. So I wonder what's happened since then. Well, I don't know. You usually don't want to see, and then there is a downward trend here. Yeah. However. I mean, there's also a downward trend when you get off, when you let go of the vaulting pole and you fall down on the mat, so. My gosh, did you just try to make a really uh-huh. bad joke? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, moving right along so I can keep her from doing that. <laughs> Men's weight throw, uh, we'll talk about three competitors. Eric Ebel led the way with a fourth place finish out of 13, 18.04 meters on his throw. Kyle Moisson again, fifth out of 13, throw of 17.74 meters. And then Adam Strauff again, first time training this competition for him. Uh, seventh out of 13, a 16.43 meter throw. All of them are in the top half of this competition for this event. Hey Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TeePublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? T-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash E2C Network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. Let's move on to the ladies 60 meter dash. We've got Naya Benton Andrews in the uh, fourth place out of eight competitors with a run of 7.61 seconds, followed very closely behind by Destiny Charles, seventh out of eighth with a time of 7.74 seconds. And again, both of those athletes made it to finals. They did, yes. Yes. So that's incredible. So I don't want to see her seventh out of eighth place. No, she made it to finals. Do you remember how many were in qualifiers just by chance, or did, does that come up? I want to say mid-20s, mid-20s maybe okay. 24, maybe, 25. Maybe a little less than the guys had. Yeah, okay. yeah. But either way, I mean, I'm always impressed when anybody makes it to finals. That's a huge yeah. accomplishment. So next up is the women's 200-meter dash. 41 competitors. Oh, Think about how many heats that had to be. So there were only eight lanes in the track. Mm-hmm. So they had to have seven heats of this. Can I can I put a little perspective in a COVID-19 year for this? Bring it. Imagine social distancing 41 runners. Mm. 
I know they probably didn't during this competition just because mm. there's no way really to do it. This is a dash for crying out loud. Yeah. But that's that's a lot of athletes. And I know that this is a dash. So you're running in lanes. So they did this in heat. That's true. And let's talk about this because Dante Brown, if I'm not mistaken, in one event was disqualified because he came out of his lane. This is one of those times you really don't want to come out of your lane. Yeah. Not just because you get disqualified because of social distancing. Well, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but there is nothing. And actually, I'm pretty sure they posted it on Instagram because I saw the clip and I was like, he's out of his lane. Like, he stepped out two feet, you know, like one step, two step. Mm-hmm. And it was just close enough that I kept thinking, eh, maybe he's not out of his lane. But that was the race they disqualified him from. So I'm guessing we saw it on Instagram. Um, so you do think it was the right call? It, yeah. It's just one of those things that is so heartbreaking because when you're coming around, if anybody, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, go watch a video on Instagram, YouTube, wherever, of a 200 meter indoor track. And you'll see how the track is banked a little right. bit. And when you come off that curve, it is extremely difficult to stay in your lane when you are running that Well, I mean, fast. you've got that centrifugal force that you're running with right. that can throw you off. So exactly. It's, it's not just running at a high rate of speed in, in one particular direction. You're having to have a lot of body control. Correct. Correct. And when you're going that fast, it's extremely difficult, I'm assuming, to have Look, that much it's, control. It's, it's hard enough for me to have body control going down the street. Okay. I can't even walk downstairs without breaking I my wasn't, coccyx. So. I wasn't going to say it. She did break her tailbone on the stairs, but you brought it up, so there it is. Well, you've brought it up all their time. Oh, so have I? I'm just saying. It's one of the best stories of but my it life. But it is still one of those things, like, it is so heartbreaking. There have been some moments in my life in track when um, I wasn't a sprinter, but you know, in like the four by 400 where we were out of the block or, you know, out of our baton handoff zone mm-hmm. and we were disqualified. And there is just nothing worse because you don't know at that second that you're disqualified and you think you've placed really well. And then you go to the placement sheet and you're like, oh, cool. My name's not there. All you have to do is follow the golden rule. Stay in your lane. <laughs> okay. So all that to be said, let's go back to the women's 200 meter dash. We had three Auburn competitors. Destiny Charles placed fourth out of 41 athletes with her fastest time this season of 24.28 seconds. Then Naya Benton-Andrews placed fifth with her fastest time of 24.36 seconds. And Jennifer Dietrich, she's typically a middle distance runner. So I was really impressed Mm -hmm. to see her in the 200, placing 22nd with a time of 25.96 seconds. So I'm liking this. I... I hope that this means Jennifer will start running the 400 because currently we don't have any athletes running the 400, and that is my favorite event. I know the coaches do this every single year when we get closer to championships. They let athletes try to get some experience yep. or times to place for finals or, or something like that, or for if you're in outdoor season, semifinals. Um, but I feel like they're doing it more this year, to be honest. With I you. love it. And I don't know why. I wonder maybe because we've gotten such great – you know. It, from the regular mainstays on the team right. so far. Maybe they're giving more people opportunities to do these type of things, which is why we're seeing so many new names. Yeah. It's just something I picked up on. I don't know. So the women's 800-meter finals. So we had two different um, – how do I say this? Well, the two different events, you're going to talk about maybe just the first one first. So we had, you know, the two competitors. We had Presley and Abby at the Music City mm-hmm. um, in the 800-meter finals. So let's talk about them. So Presley placed seventh at the Music City with a time of 2 minutes, 9.9 seconds. So an incredibly fast time. Um, and then Abby Zane placed 22nd with a time of 2 minutes, 15.7 seconds. Then back to our USC meet, 
Jennifer Dietrich placed second out of 17 athletes with a time of 2 minutes, 13.9 seconds. Faith Bett placing fifth in 2 minutes, 18.3 seconds. And Samantha Rogers placing seventh in a time of 2 minutes, 21.2 seconds. So an interesting way to look at this is Presley leads the way across the two different locations. Correct. However, Jennifer, who was at USC, got a better time than Abby, who was at the Music City Classic. Mm-hmm. So they're one, two, and three together just kind of split yep. on where they were at the time. I find that pretty interesting. But you see, so you can clearly see that Music City had a higher level of competition for the 800. Exactly. I mean, you look at this drop-off here, you know, so Presley's first, you know, seventh, and then right. with a time of 209.9, and then Abby's 22nd with only a two point, uh, what is it, two minute, 15.7 difference. Well, and I'm just thinking, so Presley's time was faster than anybody else's at Auburn, right. you know, and she plays seventh. Whereas if she had run at USC, she would have gotten the gold medal. Yeah. So it's just very interesting, the competition, but really proud of all five of those women. You know, like I said, normally I only talk about the top three. But that was an event that I just felt we really needed to highlight everybody. And it was two different locations, so I can warrant you on that one. All right, let's talk about some distance stuff. Jessica's favorite, Women's Mile. We've got three competitors to talk about, and one of them will be at the Music City Classic. Let's talk about the USC Open first. Faith Bett got first overall of 20 competitors with a time of 4 minutes, 57.4 seconds. I ran my best time one minute less, or one minute slower than that <laughs> that's kind of sad for me you're a guy <laughs> i know i'm but but i'm just i'm slower than that you know that was my best that's time true. ever my fastest mile was faster than yours oh, let's not rub it in at this point well you can play football and i can't anyway samantha rogers also did very well with a second place finish out of those 20 competitors with a time of four minutes 57.9 seconds only 0.5 difference Isn't between the two of them and look how second. much both of them improved Faith Bud improved by 12 seconds, mm-hmm. and Samantha Rogers improved by math is hard, 7 seconds. Yes. Yeah, it looks like to be the right math right there if I'm <laughs> looking at it right. Uh, in the Music City Classic, in the mile event, Presley Weems got 15th with a time of 4 minutes, 50.8 seconds. Uh, the women's 5,000 meter just keeps longer and longer. Joyce Camelli with the gold at the Music City Classic. 16 minutes, 4.4 seconds. You go, Joyce. Go far. That's amazing. Well, she did. 5,000 meters far. That's that's incredible. So moving on to the women's field events, we had women's high jump. We had Kamaya, Kamaya Dendi placing second out of 10 athletes with a jump of 1.71 meters. Then Allison Tanner placing third with a jump of 1.66 meters. And Caroline Lawrence placing fourth in 1.61 meters. So two, three, four. Kamaya improved from her last meet. However, it is not her best uh, jump of the entire year thus far. Not quite, but it is Allison's. She tied for her best. Tied for her best overall. So, like to see her trajectory there. Yeah, and then we had um, Lexi Lena Weber with the women's pole vault. She placed seventh out of fourteen athletes with a vault of three point seven eight meters. And this girl is super consistent. Yes. So three out of the four events she's competed in, that has been what she vaulted, 3.78 meters. And the only one that was different from that was very close to it. So I like consistency. I can deal with that. She's probably a little frustrated. Oh, you're right on that. I can imagine being in her shoes and be like, are you kidding me? This mark again. I can't get past it. But at least she's not decreasing exactly so proud of her for there's that. a lot of athletes too that felt like they got better and are actually seeing just slight drops and mm-hmm. so that's probably even more frustrating to them either way it's frustrating because you always want to improve yeah 
Uh, we'll stay in the jumping events with Imani Jones in the long jump. Fifth out of 17 competitors with a jump of 5.40 meters. Also, Sarah Little finishing 11th out of 17 with a jump of 5.05 meters. The women's triple jump, which is always fun to watch mm-hmm. them try to do that. I have no coordination to do that whatsoever. Man. Imani Jones got second out of only three competitors. That tells you how difficult this event is. I was going to say. So, and you can think. Think how many opportunities there are for you to scratch. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, jumping too far over the mark. Right. And being disqualified. If you want to go watch something entertaining, go watch Steeplechase and watch Triple Jump. (laughs) Triple Jump, it looks like something's wrong with people's legs. Why would you try to move like that? But 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 it's incredibly talented. Yeah. Imani got second out of uh, three competitors with a uh, jump, triple jump, of (laughs) 11.77 meters. All right. Back to the throwing events. Kyle's favorites. We had women's shot put Mara Hewalt with a first place finish out of nine athletes. With a throw of 15.89 meters. And actually, that's not even her best this season. But she still got first. Mm -hmm. Not upset. Then Jocelyn Budwig got second right behind her with a 14.48 meter throw. Um, Moving on to women's weight throw. We had Maddie Malone placing first out of 11 with that wonderful toss. 22.56 meters. Her best of the season. And I want to say best ever, actually. This was her might PR. Be a, might be a bit. Oh, it was her PR. Yes. So then, yes, it would have been. Um, and it may just be PR for indoor season. I'm not sure. I want to say it's her PR ever. We'll find out when we get to indoor season, because I imagine she's going to be in the top. Season. Outdoor, indoor, it's all it's all the same. Bless it. <laughs> okay, then moving on, Mara Hewalt placed second, 18.77 meters. And Jocelyn placed third. 17, I'm sorry, Jocelyn Budway placed third, 17.46 meters. Can I just take a moment here? And I just want to enjoy something here. First, second, first, second, third. That's in those, in shot put and weight throw. Mm -hmm. That is one, two, three, one, two. I I mean, is women's throwing events are killing it. This is what, three years in a row Mm -hmm. that women's throwing has been a big success for Auburn. They are obviously the staple of the team. That's what, they're what, pushed the uh, women's track side into the top 25 yeah. the past week rankings. Uh, they are leading the way right now and really doing some strong work there. And honestly, I think you and I have covered some meets where we haven't been able to cover a single first, second, or third finish. And here, there's five alone of those. That's true. That is true. So that's all we've got for this episode. Um, Auburn's actually taking a week off. It's the first break they've had since it I'm started. tired because we do this every single week. I'm, I'm sure they need a break at this point. Well, and for personal reasons, it works out well since we won't be here next That's weekend. True. So Auburn has one week break. And then February 25th through 27th, they go to the SEC Indoor Championships in Fayetteville, Arkansas. We're leaving South Carolina. No, finally. But the problem is we're going to Arkansas. <laughs> Blue pigs. Blue pigs, suey. Now, you can't fault them. You know, they are really good in track and field. God, it's ridiculous. All right, y'all. So that's all we've got for this episode of Tiger Tracks. Thank you for joining us. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?